This has got to be pure hard to explain. Do you know what Az does? No. <laughs> I don't even not like the point in it. Get the words. See if you just drive straight along up there. Yes. Right then, see the traffic lights up there? Take a right. Then you go past Ivan Stadium, right? And go straight through a roundabout, then take a left. So it's right, then just, then it's there. It's the motorway's there. It's a big Asda, you'll see it. A big Asda thing. Okay. Right, there Am I keeping you from something? No. <laughs> Where are you going? Ah, oh, yeah. For what? For work? No, I need to go meet somebody. Are you going to meet someone? Ah. Uh, Alright, thank you. Episode 172 of the Cult of Matt and Mark Cult Film Review Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Mark. And make sure to head over to the Facebook, the Cult of Matt and Mark, and like us, or head over to our blog at cultfilmreview.blogspot.com, or shoot us an email at uh, cultfilmreview at gmail.com. Uh, show news, Mr. Hudson. You got any show news this uh, week? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about something you said last week. Uh, you were talking about... Um, how you got like a pop-up for the Ashley Madison thing and how it was, you know, it looks like one of those, you know, stupid folk, fake dating sites, you know, like meet local, you know, yeah, hot sexy get laid women tonight. now. And I said, no, no, it's like a dating site for 30-somethings, I was saying, right? <laughs> no, so anyways, a couple, but uh, the funny you're thing gonna, is that... You're going to cite some statistics on us right here. Well, I sure. you know, actually, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but no. people have been trolling through like, uh, you know, the gigabytes of information that was stolen, basically... It almost sounds like they imaged like the main servers for the for Ashley Madison, and the people have been delving into it to see you know you know who are the people in here, and uh, you know we were talking about oh it's, you know it's like you know it's like one woman for every nine guys yeah as people were thinking last week, and I was suggesting about that Duggar guy you know what's the chance that he got laid, uh, you know considering he's not exactly Mister Desirable with those sort of odds, but I guess people have looked through it and looked through some inter office email, and I guess. Like almost the entirety of the female accounts were fake accounts that uh, people at the company had. That's correct. Just to keep guys interested, and actually, the ratio people have suggested has been something like one female, one actual female to ten thousand guys. So I in heard- fact, the website was exactly what you said. It's one of those get laid tonight. <laughs> fake sites they had just heard, dressed it up as a dating site just right i heard stuff. it was uh 37 million dudes <laughs> to twelve thousand actual females using the site <laughs> so and i just um, thought that i thought that was so fascinating it's funny actually i read a um i was on a reddit thread talking about uh the people were talking about ashley madison you know and uh they referenced uh, a thread where a guy had talked about it about being on there, about, you know, infidelity and stuff, where he was just admitting he was on it. And he was telling the story about, you know, you know, he said, I'm a pretty good looking guy, but there's like nothing's going on on Ashley Madison. There was one, there was like one lady who was interested in me one time, but then she just, you know, disappeared after yeah, they started. She wasn't hot. real. But she would get, but he didn't realize it at the time because this is an old, he was an old confession he was making. But this is exactly, it was that. It was just somebody in the Ashley Madison office by some guy just trying to, you know, sink that hook in so that guy would uh, subscribe longer. So I thought that, I thought that was really well, funny. And there's going to be some interesting heads rolled, I think, about about that, that they weren't running it as a you know a real dating site like OkCupid or even like a hookup site like Grindr or something. 
You know, here, here's here's the deal. Uh, me and the missus uh, met the old-fashioned way, as I like to say. We met online. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this was, uh, we met on Match.com, and that was sort of the preeminent sort of dating site. At least it had the highest population and the best statistics at the time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I did Match for quite a while. I had met a previous girlfriend on it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what. Uh, for dudes, it's fucking work, man. It it is fucking work if you're if you're doing online dating, because uh, I'll tell you, even if you're in a fifty fifty kind of town, which Seattle is not, it's like uh, I think like uh, it's it's a pretty uh, stacked ratio uh, against you if you're a dude in Seattle, especially these days um, with the tech boom here, and um, uh, you know you 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 had to really be on your a game in order to actually get a response from from a gal let alone just like set up some kind of a coffee meetup uh because uh you know after talking with with women who were on it like they're getting emails left and right and i would have to farm for <laughs> seem like weeks to get a response farm. from any of these chicks so you're playing like some sort of role playing game uh, almost, you know, you, there's games to the whole thing. It's it's a whole it's a whole deal. If, well, if I just not- I just the thing I like to think about, at least from this Ashley Madison thing, is that Duger guy. There's no way he had he had a hookup as a result no. of his two. Uh, no. He was just doing it for probably some titillating discussion with some guy that works for. Uh, Ashley Masson. It was very funny. I, I found that humorous. Yeah, time. it's it's it. I, I I was thinking that those statistics statistics are probably just about right, because <laughs> uh, even with dating sites, where the goal, at least for women, is to come out with a, a relationship, not a one night stand. Because, right, and a lot uh, of the guys too. They're not look. I mean, you. I doubt, well, I, mean, I doubt that's you weren't you weren't looking to hook up in the sin bin. You were looking for a, a girlfriend. Uh, true, or but maybe, the, or maybe the, I'm wrong. No, no. <laughs> well, you know, the one-off might have not been so bad. But, okay. Uh, uh, the 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 thing is, is it's hard enough just to, uh, uh, I guess, uh, meet up with somebody from a dude's perspective uh, with sort of an authentic, you know, uh, intent at just starting a relationship. Uh, let alone like, hey, I just want to fuck you tonight, and then you know, basic. It's like having the you know, uh, what is it, uh, drinking the milk and having the cow for free? How the fuck does that thing go? I'm not sure exactly where you're yeah. going with this. I'm just saying that soliciting women for sex online has got to be infinite, in, infinitely challenging. <laughs> if if uh, standard dating sites are any sort of judge, that's all I'm saying. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm, I think there's probably something to be said for that, but I mean, they're really two different animals. Uh, but Ashley Madison is not either of those. No, it's 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 a it's a it's a gigantic uh, fleecing uh, operation, fleecing operation, and uh, yeah, a little bit of titillation. It's and, sort of uh, a fantasy site, sort of thing. I, anyways, I thought that was interesting. I think it'll be some more interesting blowback in the future, but just sort of a, a funny news story I've been following. It was it was funny. I, I'm, it, I'm, tired, it, it, I'm tired of Donald Trump. So uh, oh fuck. Well, aren't we all? But uh, you know, uh, so it goes. So the so so the uh, circus goes with regard to our politics here. But uh, not worth discussing on this show. Uh, what what I like to discuss is what are you drinking tonight, Mister Hudson? Well, I just finished off some coffee. Actually, I was feeling oh, pretty Jesus. tired. 
not having any alcoholic beverages. I'm drinking, uh, in uh, honor of our film tonight, I'm drinking an Akintoshin uh, scotch. Well, that's and, funny. Uh, I was having some, I had some of that. Uh, actually, maybe I should go grab the bottle and have one here while we're talking. It's a uh, Glaswegian whiskey, which I thought was appropriate because oh, is uh, it? Yeah. Uh, our, our, our film tonight was set partially in uh, the city of Glasgow. Uh, so tonight, we're out of the summer of funny and t- into the fall of gloom. I don't know what we're going to call it. We're not in in anything at the moment. No, we're we're not in a theme. We're just doing movies. uh, Yeah, so uh, the movie this week is uh, the 2014 film, uh, fairly recent film, uh, Under the Skin, starring Scarlett Johansson, directed by Jonathan Glazer, by the way. Is uh, is there something to be noted about Glazer? I don't know. He directed Sexy Beast. Oh, he did. That's right. Boy, I love Sexy Beast. That's an awesome movie. <laughs> Reviewed on podcast one something or other, 120s. I don't know. Whatever. Boy, he really has his own. I guess, I, man, I meant to look up and read about Glazer, but I, I, I guess I failed to. But, man, that's, uh, that's two very different feeling movies and very, very, God, each movie has its a very uh, a definite thing it's doing. It's not, See, uh, not uh, stuck in any sort of tradition. Uh, see, I thought I had mistaken him for uh, another director who I'm trying to type up right right now, uh, who directed uh, the film Drive and uh, Bronson and Valhalla Bronson Rising. Pinchow? Oh no, the movie Bronson. Oh, the movie uh, Bronson. Yeah, he's a he's a, a Danish director, uh, Nicholas Reffen, I believe hmm. is how it's named. His his name goes, and he's done two movies I liked a lot: Valhalla Rising and Drive, mm. which uh, critics loved, but uh, the general public shat on. Well, we should uh, we should probably do. I've never I never have seen Drive. I think uh, it'd be an but interesting film. I, I think I thought that because Valhalla Rising has some of the similar pacing elements as uh, Under the Skin, uh, kind of. Uh, I wouldn't call them drawn out shots. There's a lot of shots in Under the Skin that are. Uh, a little, uh, a little, a little dilated, and uh, I think that might have been off-putting for a lot of folks because it's mm-hmm. a bit slow. Would you say it's a bit slow? This this film? movie? Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's not dialogue heavy. That's not its. That's not its goal. Right. It holds shots and uh, makes I mean. makes sort of a visual tableau to be experienced. But in no way I do, do I think it um, any time really slows down the mo- the the story moves along i think at a pretty good pace considering the lack of dialogue so uh super quick plot rundown because there isn't much of a plot but uh there's not even uh, any character names uh no i i did find i i did go through the actual uh novel wiki and oh you didn't read the got- book Got the plot summary. Oh, uh, that's the, I. That's uh, I wonder. Uh, let's uh, let's be interesting. Here, what you had to say. I didn't read it. Uh, what what how what the changes were? The the well, there's quite a few changes. Well, maybe uh, how, but let's 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 talk about the film first, and maybe you can. No, I wanted to talk from, about. I just from the book's perspective, what, uh, see see where we're at. Yeah, what the ScarJo character's name is is hmm. uh, Isserly from the novel. So, if does you that wanted to have call any, her name, does that have? Is that like a mythical figure? No, it's just a kind of a made-up sci-fi name from what oh, okay. I can tell. Hmm. Isserly, I think, is is the name of the uh, alien 
But uh, did I mention well, the see, plot? There, there we go. We, there we're getting right down to the meta, the meat of it. Is this an alien tale? But anyways, <laughs> go for the uh, plot summary. A mysterious woman seduces lonely men in the evening hours in Scotland. Events lead to her lead her to begin a process of self discovery. That's as long as of of a, of a plot summary as I could find. Mm. Oh, I think I think it's it is the essence of the film. I mean, it. I think it misses some particular moments, but I think that's the main arc the character has, uh, so or this the is character my movie. possibly has. Did you like it? That's what I want to know. Yes, I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Okay. It right, left, left, left me unsatisfied at the end, but it's one of those movies that I think the satisfaction comes over time, uh, and it's not immediately rewarding. Well, I, I had watched this about a year ago when it came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, Will Budge had re- recommended it to me. So uh, I was kind of not into seeing it initially, but uh, I, I had heard that it got really good reviews. So I went ahead and watched it. Me and the missus were watching it, and then uh, she abandoned the film uh, at the baby scene on the beach. She couldn't take it. Cause we oh, had, is this post-reproduction? Yeah, we had a, a little one, and it was just too too much for her. Yeah, it, it holds that shot. It really Espe- does, especially uh, when when in in the darkness when she kind of walks by the child and it's just sitting there with that uh, panic. She cry. doesn't. Uh, her whatever the motorcycle guy, the oh, bald the man, does the the the, the keeper, the handler, uh, the, the, way I thought of the him. cleaner. Yeah, the cleaner. So, uh, anyway, she couldn't take it, and mm-hmm. then uh, I had to watch it by myself. So I was watching it late at night by myself, and I think we're going to spoil the end because I, I think the end deserves spoiling. Because, yeah, well, let's uh, spoil let's spoil it later. I think. Okay, we'll spoil it a little bit later. So, uh, just to, I'm going to query you and see what your thoughts were, and uh, uh, one of them is is why was the alien seducing and entrapping and preying upon the men what was your feeling for it and if if you don't have a feeling that's important too if it doesn't matter then then i think that's also important as far as getting to the heart of the film yeah i mean uh i mean i guess you can try to get into the mind of this entity or entities um but i don't think it necessarily matters uh or it might I mean, I don't know if the book goes into it, but it may, in fact, not be something you can understand. I mean, as its alienness, uh, how can you truly understand its motivations? I mean, you could throw some ideas out there that it's some sort of, uh, you know, just a uh, my my feeling. Anyways, there's one scene, a very good scene, as a matter of fact, uh, is the scene from the second victim It's the second or third. Uh, it's the second. It's the second. Um, it's the second person caught through uh, the sort of uh, beguiling siren method. Right. Uh, who actually you go into the trap, the sort of the man trap that the that the being is set up, and uh, you see him inside, and then it's just a beautiful scene with the uh, with the previous trapped person oh dude i mean that is that, just is that happen that happens after the crying scene because that's the third person this is after the swimmers uh after the swimmer is taken through more physical means uh, um and then well after you see that you see sort of a slew with sort of a f- fluid running down it into i don't know into some sort of light like a like a fire or something and you you assume that it's like the 
you know, the the remains or the, you know, the, I don't know, just sort of a, 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 that, a, 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 a sort of a mixture of the that person. Let's let's rewind a little bit because that scene freaked me the fuck out. Mm. And uh, well, I mean, uh, it gets it gets at the motivation. And my guess is there these whatever this is. If you're looking for a motivation, this could be more of an information gathering. I mean, this is a standard method for finding out how things work. You, it's like the biochemical approach. You take something, you mash it up into some homogenous mixture, and then you separate that homogenous mixture by some methodology and look at what it's made of. See, and I like that's, that idea. That's sort of what I'm feeling is going on there. They're making like a, a man lysate, and then they're putting it into some machine to find what is in that thing. See, I like that idea. I don't like what was in the book, and I don't even know if I want to mention the reason. Well, well mention, uh, mention, it, uh, mention it later. I think uh, let's take a moment and mention the book before we go to review and talk about the book specifically. All right, uh, but I like your idea, and that was kind of my impression watching it that there was, uh, uh, but that an does- abstra- a more abstract reason for, uh, I guess, praying upon the citizens of Glasgow. Well, that's not uh, actually what I how I feel about the movie. That's just an idea. My idea, guess is though. that it's it's actually inscrutable, and that uh, the motivation's unknown. In fact, the motivation's probably more something that's outside of our value system. And I think it. Yeah. My favorite interpretation of the movie is I see uh, the woman as more of a, a succubus or a, a yakshini. Uh, it's a type of. Uh, it's like a. Oh, look at Mark. It's a Getting succubi type sort of thing shit. it's actually sort of a range of sort of demigods in sort of the indian tradition uh and that this is more of a, a supernatural demonic sort of event and less of an uh. alien type event more monstrous though in the sense they're one in the same uh they're just something that's non-human well i i kind of went the other direction uh i was watching these scenes and and uh, I'm hopefully the the listeners have watched under the skin, but uh, the the scenes uh, of of Scarjo driving around in that van mm-hmm. and uh, randomly pulling up to actual Glaswegians un, un, who were unknowingly being filmed. I think the to... uh, that person in the intro sequence is a, is is somebody on the street. I think anybody who gets oh, yeah. in the car is cast. Obviously, well, what what had happened was is that they did this sort of candid camera bit and Scarlett was driving around Glasgow and picking up, you know, uh, hitting on random, random, uh, logger louts walking the streets of Glasgow. They weren't even random. There was a very particular thing she was looking for. She was looking for isolated individuals. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but they, they, they would approach her. And the reason that the dialogue, and especially there at the beginning, that that uh, uh, Mark played because that that fucking Glaswegian accent, man. All the dialogue just... is inscrutable. In fact, I watched the film missing a bunch of the lines. There's not much line, but I actually went through and looked at some stuff with the uh, with the subtitles. But in fact, it doesn't really matter in a film like this. It doesn't even matter. It, you could this film could be in a whole another language. They could have had a made up language, and it really wouldn't have affected the film at all. You would have known exactly what's going on. Uh, whether so, there's dialogue was understandable or not. So the 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 gentleman would sign a uh, disclosure after they were being filmed and say, "Oh, this is for a movie, and do you uh, uh, is it okay if we put it in the movie?" 
and uh, that's how they 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 got that footage. Yeah. So, um, and the thing that you would ask was like, for fuck's sake, wouldn't I mean Scarlett Johansson randomly hitting on you? And this, uh, how did you? Know, how would you not know it's Scarlett Johansson? No, and, I mean she didn't. I mean she wasn't exactly all dolled up. I mean she was in no, a sense. She was vamped. But in more of a, you know, a, a cl- more of a pedestrian sense. But uh, it, it's funny because who the fuck would expect Scarlett Johansson to to, to roll up in a, in a van in Glasgow and mm-hmm. start hitting on you with a with a London accent? I thought that yeah. was funny. Oh, yeah. isn't she British? No, she's she's American. I wonder if so. any of those people realized it was a fake accent. No, and, uh, I don't. And I don't got, know. they like, probably didn't give a fuck. What's going on? I you know it's funny I'd like to talk about Glasgow. You've been to Glasgow. Did you ever spend any time in the city? No, I rented a car and got the hell out. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those few cities. I think the only city in Europe that I've been to twice on mm. two different trips. And did you I've stay? Never hit this. I heard it's. I yeah. heard it's quite the. You know, it's sort of like the London of Scotland, right? Uh, yeah, we stayed uh, the first time we were there for like a couple of days. And then uh, the second time, we were just flying out, and so we just spent a day there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I like Glasgow. It's it's a different city. It's I liked Edinburgh too, but Edinburgh has sort of this uh, oh this this kind of historical charm to it. But Glasgow mm-hmm. is much more uh, working class, mm-hmm. and uh, it's interesting because downtown is is very. It's it's a different kind of European city because I think it was bombed to smithereens back in uh, oh, the war, and all the streets are in a nice square grid system, so it's easy to like as an American to kind of like get the feel of it, you know, because all the all the uh, all the, the the streets meet at right angles. It's, it's sort of it's like the Dallas of uh, Scotland. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, maybe the. Uh, Fuck, I guess for lack of a better analogy, sure. It's like Dallas. <laughs> I don't know why you said Huge that. roads. You just drive your uh, Cadillac up and Well, down. they're not huge, man. They're they're modest. Uh, it it reminded me more of downtown Seattle than anything. I think downtown Seattle circa about 10 years ago prior mm-hmm. to the uh, the boom. But uh, anyway, so uh, but one thing that, that uh, I, I, the accent of Glasgow, uh, I would purposefully, like when we were waiting to catch the bus or something, I would stand and I would listen to conversations between uh, fellow Glaswegians, as they're called. And, man, that that first bit, that, that, that drop at the beginning of the podcast nails it. You cannot fucking understand those people. For the well, you do have to listen to it a few times if you really want to understand what they're saying. Oh, it is it is It's not, it it's is not that different. inscrutable. I think if you live there for a few months, you get Well, if you live there, but if you're just some random American with a, you know, a... a, a Tin ear for accent, then it's you'd have trouble on a busy street or, or in a club with the th- music thumping. Uh, anyway, uh, strong accent there in Glasgow, but uh, yeah, I don't know why they picked the city. I, I think the novel was set in Scotland, so it just made sense to, sense to put the movie there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so uh, uh, so the the nature of the alien Mark was was sort of uh, throwing his. Uh, uh, I guess your idea. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking it's more. It's a more of a demonic. Uh, at least in my sense, I think that makes the most. Sense. I don't know where the book's at, and we'll, we'll talk about the book uh, around the I don't know, See, forty minutes. I had a little bit so. of a different take. Uh, well, what is, I, what I, is I, your different take? Well, they're from, uh, they're from Alpha Centauri Five. Yeah, 
See, if you if you go into the Star Wars metaverse, you'll <laughs> find a storyline there with Boba Fett that fits in nicely with Under the Skin. <laughs> nah, anyway. Uh, I, I, on the plane home, I, I picked up a magazine, which I hardly ever do, but I was, like, really bored and uh, uh, didn't want to read the Kindle. So I, I Is grabbed this some a, of those magazines, like, from the rack on, at the air, on airplane? Yeah, maybe? yeah, the, the Forsaken magazine rack that uh, I don't know if people aren't really into buying these days. But uh, there was a, uh, I think it was like a Discovery magazine or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was, on, uh, it was on bugs. It was like bugs for dummies. Uh, and I love bugs. Oh, it was like uh, a special collector's edition of Discovery Magazine. Insects, yeah. friend or foe. Yeah, if I was a um, if I was really into academia and enjoyed poverty and uh, a transient lifestyle, I would have become an entomologist mm. and uh, found some tenure track position in the uh, middle of Kansas or something. Only if you're good enough. That's a lot of competition there. Yeah, at a small uh, private university for no money. That's what I would have done. I think that's a, that's how <laughs> academia works. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was uh, and and this maybe is is is. It kind of set me in the mood. Maybe it influenced my take on the film this time around. But there was a bug in it that I uh, noticed, uh, and it's called the Orchid Mantis, I believe. Uh, And it's a a mantis, a praying mantis, which are fairly ubiquitous. I've only seen actually one in my life out out and about, and that was in uh, Hawaii, of all places. I I don't see them here in the Northwest. Um, but they're ubiquitous uh, insect, and uh, there's all different ki- t- kinds. And the one that I, I, I noticed because it was so beautiful was called the orchid mantis, and I think they're in Malaysia. And it's a, a version that has adapted to look like an orchid. Uh, so it's uh, kind of pink and white and has sort of these flowery, flower, flowery appendages that make it look like a, you know, a flower. And, of course, that's for camouflage. And uh, it it uses it to, you know, grab whatever's going by and, and uh, that thinks it's a flower. And so watching the movie, I, I kind of I was thinking of because uh, it, it had a sort of an insect feel to uh, the alien because she had all these uh, flirty mechanisms at her disposal when mm. she would pull up to to these guys. But she did not understand human beings at all. Uh, she was uh, literally a stranger in a strange land. So even the most fundamental kind of human era- interaction was was uh, bizarre and foreign, even eating in that one scene. Uh, yet in, in, in the beginning, she's, she's putting the moves on guys, and she has a nice flirtatious style, and it's very subtle and nuanced. And, and I'm like, how could an alien who is that removed from human beings have that sort of adept nuance. And then I was thinking about the bug and specifically like the, the orchid manis that is just beautiful and attractive, but it doesn't know it. It's just, it it hasn't a clue that it looks like a flower and that that's what uh, allows it to consume prey. And so in a sense, it gets that sort of the, the vacant sort of unknowingness of, the Johansson character, but I think the predatory aspect is probably the more interesting one, and maybe that makes sense of the shot of the mandibles on the ant that Johansson. See, that's at. what I was thinking. I There's think, some. I mean, why, why do they have that shot? Why do they take the shot, that right. time to get that shot, and then to do the macro insert of the ant's head? 
Yeah. I mean, may, I mean, you know, look, sometimes movies hit you over the head with it and you still miss it. I think what, what movie were we watching where uh, there was a shot of like a Black Widow spider? Oh, it was. Um, uh, um, I think uh, I liked it and you hated it. I remember the, the, was, the reference. Uh, the Kill Kill movie. Oh, it was a faster pussycat? Kill, kill. Yeah, and there was like a shot oh, of, a, of like a Black know. Widow spider. Okay. And right. In between two shots of the main woman character, it's like, she is a Black Widow. You know, it's like the director yeah. standing up and telling the crowd, that is bad lady. And I right. think maybe right. in a sense, and we were like, we sort of talked about it around it till we got it. And then we went, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, they, they might as well just hit us with a bat. They might as sure. well put up a, a card inserted a card in the scene that said, told us that and maybe that's what that shot of that ant's supposed to tell well us here. i think i was cued for it because i i i, I kind of had that in my mind because i'd seen the film before and i was trying to suss out kind of mechanism and motivation and and maybe some theme and then uh when i saw the ant head i was like that might have been what jonathan freight was it jonathan uh frazen is that the actor? jonathan frakes freight frakes <laughs> Was that was that after uh, was that after his Tech Wars uh, uh, directed film direction? Did he was direct he... a Tech Wars TV no, movie or something? I don't think so. I know he did Jonathan Frakes Celebrity Poker video game. Oh, God. With special uh, guest Lavar Burton, Jonathan Glazer, uh, the director. Anyway, uh, and so I was kind of cued into that. So I was like, oh, there's an insect element, and then no, uh, no the... I think that's I think that's a I think that's good insight that. So, in a sense, there's a consumption. This is a hunting maneuver. Well, and, and they, whatever wanna... the need is, they need to consume these individuals. I think there's. Look, look, there's... I, don't, I don't see how the movie could be telling us anything different with that insect insert. It isn't. And well, that's the, it. The, well, and, and, and the way that. Uh, and, and just thinking about insects, and especially the, the, the. I was thinking about the Oregon Manus because it's an attractive, beautiful bug. That uses its attraction to kill prey, but it doesn't know that it's attractive. Just like whatever uh, whatever operating system the alien was given issued to it to to go out into the human world, it didn't really know how what what the what it was doing uh, when it was attracting the men. It was just going through a playbook, or it was going yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, these are two different points, really. Are you, I think they're both important. I think you like the second one about this unknowingness of the woman, but they're really two separate things. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a device that basically co-ops sexual attraction for another purpose, and then the tool that does the co-oping is unaware of its of its in sort of an insect like state is unaware of the co-opting that it's actually doing. It doesn't understand the deeper process going on, which is, which is right. more of an evolutionary thing where organisms don't know why they do things. They just do things because it's successful in some longer term game. Uh, right. So the unknowingness and the, the, and the, the predatory, the predatory use of a, of another function of, of a aspect of your prey are sort of two things going on here. Yeah. I think looking at it that way, I mean, I guess maybe the interesting part of the movie is the self-discovery of the tool. Like a hammer goes, why do I keep hitting these nails? What is the point of it? Right. Right, And uh, and that's what Johansson's character is doing here. And it makes a lot of sense about how the movie gets started in the sense that, that what is the first thing 
the woman does. She goes to the supermarket. I mean, she goes to the mall and buys uh, a nice outfit and makeup and then dolls right. herself up and then gets right down to l- setting the trap. I mean, goes right to it. That's all. That's it. There's no sleep. There's nothing. She goes, she goes, gets dolled up, puts on her lipstick and then, and then starts hunting. In fact, she's not even very good at first. It takes her a no, while no. to sort of get the the swing in into the swing of things, which I thought was interesting. Which you sort of get the feeling that she's sort of a novice, sort of working her way through her skill set. Well, there's sort of a like a, a, I would call it a almost a, a computational algorithm that's getting refined mm-hmm. that she's that she's working through, you know, to to to, to kind of get the uh, uh, to, to to be more efficient and effective. At uh, collecting her, yeah. Play. I mean, you, you're watching a tool do its thing, and you know the interesting thing is, what, what, you know, one question I have for you before we get much further into sort of the self discovery element of the film is, what is that woman at the beginning, the dead woman? See, that's a little bit. That, that's a little bit. Well, it, is it that looks revealed like, in the book stuff? And you could talk about uh, it. Uh, no, I, I didn't get that. From I mean, the it doesn't summer, really but... fit into the. I mean, why does this? Why does a woman exist at the beginning? Is she a failed tool, possibly? I think the only thing I can think of is that she was like, because uh, the motorcycle guy collects this dead girl from the side of the road. And that dead girl is located near the van. Located near the van. And then I think what you're seeing is a Xeroxing of the, um, the vessel. And the, the only thing, I, the only reason I can... I, I, I think that is because there there has to be like an accountability. They have to understand sort of the accountability of of human beings in society, and that there there needs to be sort of a replacement. Although they're stealing jokers off the street left and right, but there needs to be sort of like suspicion is raised or something if if they're not, um, uh, I guess, slipping in to uh, society in a certain regard. You know what I, I mean? No, I don't really. I don't really understand. That's all I can think. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm what speculating. That, I mean, what do you mean that that? I mean, I guess I don't understand. How does that relate to the woman, the dark-haired woman at the beginning? Well, isn't that the same? That's that's Scarlett Johansson, right? I mean, the, the, both of them are Scarlett Johansson. I thought no, right? The woman at the beginning is oh, not they Scarlett aren't. Johansson. It's some oh, other she woman like I'm her. not familiar with. Okay, I mean, I can understand like how she's another one of these tools, and certainly that's possible. But it doesn't really. The movie doesn't really. All right. Belie that. I mean, my guess is that's maybe the case, and maybe it doesn't really matter. But I think the idea that maybe she was the previous instrument uh, is is a possibility. Though I, I don't think either of us have a really good answer for that. Uh, I thought it was a duplicate, and that was just me not looking closely enough. So I, I um, guess on that note, I don't really got much. So uh, the other scene before, I want to talk about the motorcycle guy, but not just yet. Um what is the significance of the scene of the <clears throat> rose salesman who gets blood on the rose? Why does that interest the tool? That's a good one. Uh, it's, I, mean, I don't it's know. Just, Be- maybe it's something she just doesn't. It's outside of her knowledge base, and she just doesn't quite. Well, understand I think what it's it it's it's visceral, and she doesn't have sort of. Uh, uh, I, I I guess she doesn't have sort of even any sort of crude biological sense of human beings. 
mm-hmm. which is obvious when she tries oh, to eat. Like, and, what and, is this? What is this blood? I don't understand. Yeah, well, why is like it coming later, out of that person's hand? Like later in the movie, when she experiments with herself and finds all these limitations, like she can't eat, she or, can't eat, or maybe the food tastes disgusting or something, or it doesn't work. You yeah, know, it's just, or she doesn't it's, understand how to swallow or something. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's just something in it that you know is 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 not in her uh, uh, machinery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something same with, she duplicates. She sees things things where she duplicates an aspect of these beings, but she only she doesn't duplicate the other thing, so she's confused by it. So that may have just been like a, a, a small enlightenment mm-hmm. with uh, uh, kind of just basic biology. You know, so so. So after that scene, we really start to get a sense for the motorcycle guy. You don't really see him much until the you see him at the beginning where he collects whatever that woman was from the beginning. And right. then you see then the the next time you really see him is he does this inspection of the tool. Yeah. He does this uh, really close inspection where basically the Johansson character is just standing up straight. This is after she's uh, trapped, like got three different victims, uh, and then the and then you just this is just there's just a scene where she's standing there in a room, and the motorcycle guys inspecting her incredibly closely. I, I you know I think that well I, I I assume they're they're one and the same species or at least they're they're uh, mimics alien mimics of human beings both mm. of them I, I don't I don't I don't I, think I have one a feeling is maybe he's sort of a familiar. Well, no, I I, I kind of went with the the more sci-fi one and the same. Well, what's and the that, difference? Well, he may be more of a veteran at uh, at the game or at the the human experience than her, and so inspection might have just. So been, is he picking up <coughs> lonely married women on Ashley? Um, Madison? Is that where is that why there's so few real women on Ashley Madison? Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> They're being preyed upon by aliens. Whenever exactly. a real woman gets on Ash, this Ashley Madison is a front for the uh, right. Illuminati and their alien masters. You're going to end up in a, a translucent pool of goo and uh, have your insides uh, uh, sucked uh, out. Yeah, sucked out of you. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Well, that be would be worse. pretty cool. I wish that were true. Give me hope for uh, the universe and its. Uh, uh, how does that? How does madness. that give you? How does that give you hope? I don't understand. No, I just make it shit up. Oh, okay. <laughs> the universe is more interesting than it really is. That's all I think. Um, uh, well, back to it. I think. I think he was a. Uh, he was inspecting for flaws, or he was inspecting. Yeah, he was for, inspecting uh, his instrument. Well, it's not his, other than he's the handler of her. Well, I don't it's an know instrument if, he's responsible for. If you talk about a machinist working at a factory that uses a CNC machine, he would probably inspect the instrument he's been assigned. I think to it's take care more. Of. Yeah, but I, I get he the doesn't feeling own it's like, that three hundred thousand dollar machine, but it's his. Effectively, he's responsible for it. Not really a machine so much as as sort of like a DI inspecting a recruit. I, I th- that's kind of my impression is that oh, wait, uh, I guess I don't understand. There's not really much of a difference between a recruit and a tool. They're, they're well, you were, the same you were thing. thinking more mechanically. I, I guess you're saying the same thing, but I, I just, well, I, whether I, it's biological or not, I mean, yeah, I think we're, whether it's demonic or alien or biological or mechanical, uh, the Johansson character is an instrument with a purpose. Correct. Correct. So, uh, Yeah. 
so whatever the as... motorcycle guy is, he's responsible. I think you see this because when he does lose track of the Johansson character, he recruits a couple other of his motorcycle guys, and they right. they they go sort of like the four horsemen to the four into the four ween, winds. Uh, looking for uh, trying to track her down, and which it means it sounds like he's a little desperate when his uh, his machine or his thing goes AWOL, right? Yeah, it sounds like his 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 ass is on the line, right? You know, he's gonna get chewed out. Like you wouldn't believe by the creepy black thing well, that hangs out in the black room if he loses I mean, <laughs> Johansson's character, right? Well, the th- I mean, the thing is, is it could jeopardize their whole uh, operation or right? their whole enterprise. Yeah, whatever the purpose of it is, yeah. I mean, the, they operate in the shadows. Like all things that imitate, just like this, you know, this insect you're talking about. It looks like a leaf, but is a mantis. Uh, you know, you don't want to give you don't want to give up the game to your prey, right? Right. Just, yeah, you don't would... want to have some flaw that'll 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 uh, expose. Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden the populace is going to get panicked. Who knows? They might actually get wise to it, and then you're right. fucked. You got to come up with a whole new guys, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. You're going to yeah. have to have them look like cable uh, repairmen. Knocking That's right. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, or pizza delivery. Yeah, you order a yeah. large uh, right. sausage pizza. You're awfully lonely here all day, aren't you? <laughs> uh, anyways, and also that motorcycles are cool, and that's that's uh, yeah, there's no they way look great, that. especially and that, that guy. Hypnotic. That guy could ride a fucking bike, like when he uh, when he rides into that one little like uh, oh through the house, lock. How, well, you know, like in the rain, he's just zipping down the road, oh, and uh, when he like pulls into uh, the the to uh, um, <clears throat> pick up the uh, the form man. He, yeah, he stops and sort of slides slides into a stop, which is fucking. It's got to be hard as shit to do on a bike. Anyways, it's very cool, and bikes are cool, and I'm cool because I ride a bike. And that's the, the you are cool. The uh, that scene where they're whipping uh, along the the lock there towards the end when they're trying to get up to 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 intercept uh, the Scarjo alien. That scene was hypnotic with the bikes. I was just like, whoa, because I've I've driven those roads in Scotland and and uh, they're tedious. I mean, especially in a car, because there's no shoulder. Um, You have no run out on either side. Uh, And I saw a ton of bikes on those roads. And I think the attraction is, is that those roads are a lot more easy to handle on a motorcycle than they are like a car. Hmm. And uh, I think they're a ton of fun. I mm-hmm. think that's that. That was kind of my impression. I think uh, weekend outings into the Highlands on like a crotch rocket is 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 yeah. uh, is, is some be a good lot times. of fun. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, should we get into the, the I guess the self discovery? Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, to, I mean, we we've sort of talked to this often, but I mean, see the character, the Johansson character starts wondering, "Who am I? What am I? What am I doing?" She has this feeling of regret with the deformed man, and uh, frees him somehow. It's sort of an interesting scene where she's trying she doesn't understand i mean i don't i mean why does she care it seems well, like that's there's a the flaw question. in the tool why would you give the tool the capacity to care maybe you need that to allow the creativity for the trap to work and so it's sort of like a damned if you do damned if you don't sort of scenario you need the person to be creative and on their feet enough and have enough basic understanding to be the trap but uh by doing that you that's maybe why they have these close handlers because they know you know, like 20% of the time, these things go AWOL, so we got to keep an eyeball on them. Well, it's weird that that scene with the, the deformed guy, and he has like the same thing like the elephant man has. He's actually a real actor. Yeah, who, that's his uh, real deformation. That so it's really quite, just quite striking. 
Yeah, and uh, he, uh, she's talking to him, and, and she's kind of putting like that, going through the motions. But she knows that he's different in a way because he looks really different, mm-hmm. and uh, his reactions are such that the way he looks um, have obviously influence his his he he doesn't respond like the other jokers on the street mm-hmm. you know he, yeah. he 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 has sort of a, a, a i guess a, a protection mechanism and that that her kind of easy quick uh seduction is is takes longer or is is a little bit more challenging but why would give her if she is such an insect Give her sort of a, a, a relatable empathy. All of a sudden, I, that one was a little bit hard for me. I well, was I think to she's a flaw. Why was the she's flawed? That? She's flawed as the tool she is. She's not. She's she has more. She's more than just the trap, for whatever reason. Uh, it's almost uh, and so she finds I don't know some sort of weird quiescent humanity i guess would be the best term yeah it's strange i don't i i, I want to think that there's like an ulterior reason and not so much that she's found her humanity well you know she, maybe uh, she's made of humanity these things collect people to do things with maybe they build new ones from parts something so maybe she be, is uh made of people made in the image of people who knows maybe she is uh you know a a well, perverted person herself, and uh, you know this sort of there's an awakening that takes place. I I could only think of sort of a, a curiosity more than anything, because because I could believe an alien intelligence to I be. Just don't see where curious. Curi- I understand the curiosity, but curiosity humanity does not come from curiosity. Well, I, know. I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, to... curiosity is picking somebody up on the side of the road and vivisecting them to see how they work. That's curiosity. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get around sort of the 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 myopic uh, look at the movie that aren't we all human? You know, deep down inside. I I guess that's what I'm trying to get around. Yeah, with, I mean, I don't know if I, you can get around that. And maybe maybe I'm missing it, or maybe I'm just not wanting to think that. Uh, uh, you know that it's but maybe it's she she of... realizes what she is a trap and she goes well i, I don't want to be that whatever that maybe. is so i want to so then she gets lost she goes well i i don't want to do this so let's just stop doing it and go try to figure some stuff out so she runs into the fog which is a beautifully shot by the way oh man the scene That's in great. the fog i mean it's obviously they've digitally enhanced it but i've never, I've never seen dense fog look so looks so good on film you know there's an interesting scene which i don't quite understand and i actually sent the image to you at the beginning where she's sort of in this sort of yellow world of interactions there's sort of her face and it looks like i don't remember that where is that that's sort of a um, takes place i think it takes place when she's thinking about humanity it's like when her curiosity just gets going she i think this is the scene when she's looking in the mirror uh, after trapping the deformed man, possibly, and then deciding okay. to release him, uh, I, I don't know what the goldenness of that color is not used anywhere else in the film. Um, it's a I'm very sure. black, wet movie. Yeah, black. Black is a very not really wet so much as just black. Yeah, it's shiny well, but hair, not wet. 
the scenes, the the darkness. It looks like it's filmed in like Scotland in the winter time. It certainly you know? is the winter time because it's it's snowy and everybody's all uh, bundled up. But anyways, um, I guess what were we getting at there? I mean, the self discovery. You know, we sort of talked about it. she discovers herself, and then and then you know, I don't know. I mean, how? I mean, why don't we talk about the book? now okay right i think this is a good part well, and then, wanna, then we'll I, do the final spoil and then uh i'm interested right. in where the book went because a lot of times you see a movie that's really good like this movie and then the book comes along and i don't like it like it was like uh what was that uh let the right one in great movie i thought the right. book was sort of stupid and yeah uh, and I, I liked what the film did with the storyline i thought it was more interesting that way mostly because it left a lot of things unsaid and implied and I wonder if that's the case uh, here. Yeah, it's more or less is the case. Uh, it, it, I don't know if you want to, uh, you know, I don't want to get into the book too much, but the, the whole upshot is that they're collecting, um, uh, this is a higher intelligence they're, they're, okay. an alien being. They're, they're, collecting, they're collecting human beings for food, oh, which yawn is, no, a, is a pretty old weathered uh, uh, trope. V. Give me a break. Yeah, V and, and that great Twilight Zone episode to serve man. That's a good. That's a, that's a good episode, actually. It's like no, it's a cookbook. That's a, that's great though. That is awesome. We are, I, wonder, I mean, it's too bad we don't do television because doing some classic. I wonder if Matheson awesome. wrote that. I should go back and look. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, it's an old tired trope, and and it's and used that's here, it. But and, well, and, the, so what is the nature of the woman then? The, the human book. human meat is a delicacy on this other world. Cool. And so uh, uh, there's sort of a dark satire to the novel uh, because it's sort of analogous to uh, big business and factory farming. And uh, the aliens it. come from sort of a, uh, a decayed world run by corporations. It's 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 kind of has that level. Too. Why do but they the, go through the, all this hullabaloo to collect humans? There's seven billion of us. You could collect up <laughs> 10,000 in some shithole corner of the world. and Nobody would notice. I know. And so uh anyway, but she uh hitch- she picks up hitchhikers to uh, uh that's how she harvests them. And that seems like a to, lot of hullabaloo. That's to me seems pretty much as much uh as close as as it gets. Well, did they talk to... about the I mean, the focus is not the aliens or whatever. The focus is the tr- the mechanism, the person, the, the thing, the trap entity. What does the book say well, about that Well, all it says is, is that she begins to doubt her job and is especially nonplussed after learning that others are more than willing to take her place. Well, is, so. it, is, is she like hired from that planet? Like, you know, we need collectors or is yeah. she engineered to be this thing? Is she a machine that's made to do a task by I this? I think she's thing? like an employee of some alien corporation. Mm. And uh, she's been altered to appear human. Mm. Uh, and so it's a job. And then she uh, goes about executing her job, mm. but then she has doubts, and and um, then mm. she starts to, since the Earth is a more beautiful planet than the one she's from, then she mm. be, gets enamored with it. Mm. And uh, I do like uh, that. I like that. That lasts and then quite a bit. She uh, starts to feel guilty about her victims. Okay. Uh, so, uh, if you want. Alien no, motivation. I think I think I think that's an. I think that's an. I don't know about all this corporate bullshit and harvesting humans sounds pretty stupid for food, but I like the idea that this that the the woman is not a she is she is alien and does lack humanity as the way I mean that's just by definition, uh, and she's just doing a job, and that would understand why 
she just was basically given the you know the uh uh the uh <laughs> the alien uh you know like uh prescribed phone tree version of seduction right yeah. you just work through the steps you know <laughs> right and right. she doesn't really understand it because they use you know it's a totally different thing on their planet or whatever they don't have reproduction who knows and um and then she starts to see sort of a uh, a similarity between these beings and herself and uh, you know i sort of like that i think that takes away this sort of faulty instrument jag that i've been on and puts something uh, deeper on yeah top of it, which is sort of interesting yeah, it, it's an um, a, you know uh, the movie is obviously not the book, but uh, uh, if, if the source material is is I mm. guess true to that statement. Mm. So well, anyway. I mean, I think that's I think that's where they're going here with this film, right? Yeah, that's how it right. ends. I mean, you end the person's basically wearing a uh, like a, a, a Mission Impossible a Ghost Protocol mask, right? <laughs> right, you pull off. You go. Oh, it wasn't actually me. I was the black slick guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and then you pull that off again and again and yeah. again. And then yeah, all right. then, you know. Next thing you know, you're uh, Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom all right. Hanks. So let's 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 spoil the shit out of the movie and talk about the ending. Okay, uh, the ending with the rape. God. Yeah. What? Why is why does it always have to be some real asshole in these movies? Well, the she, fucking she, the, blue and, collar yeah. logger, logger guy that likes to Scottish hang out logger. in the mountains and rape. <laughs> rape chicks. Rape, rape lone Does this seem like it's prime just, raping grounds, oh, the Scottish God, Islands? so disappointing. I, I, yeah. Uh, well, uh, it, it, the, 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 the scenes are disturbing, mm-hmm. at least when I was watching them. And, and uh, they're, they're well, I mean, because you're seeing, it, it seems pretty true to form. I, I, I haven't ever been a fly on the wall of, of, of uh you know the uh, pre-rape sequence, but uh, it 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 gets that uns- it's so unsettling watching this guy begin to prey on her. That uh, you know that encounter in the woods, yeah. which is a uh, uh, obviously a uh, kind of a loaded kindness. That's uh, pretty. Yeah, it's just sort of it's disappointing. Uh- well, the thing, I think the thing it gets you didn't me like the ending. You is didn't the, like it. the portrayal of men in the movie, and this is something that happens a lot. And I understand. I mean, you know, people, there's good people and there's bad people, but all the men in this movie are just sort of terrible. Either they're just idiots who are so easily preyed upon by their autonomic responses to the female <laughs> right. form, right. or there's some poor guy who you know tries to help a woman, but in the end he just ends up, you know. He's like the quiet guy, but he's he really does want to fuck her, and yeah. but he's not necessarily a bad guy. But you know, he's yeah, you know, yeah. he's got that do two dimensionality to him of right. of you know he's just an instrument of desire. And then you got the fucking creepy fucking middle aged guy who just wants you know to rape somebody. That all the guys in the film are like that. It's just sort well, of well. There's the deformed guys not like that. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's you know look he got naked with a chubby. Well, uh, I, under some pretty though? suspicious circumstances. Yeah, pretty. Look, but I'll tell look, you, what. I, I look. Some gorgeous woman pulls up next to me. I'm walking down the street, and she starts talking me up. And I get in the van with her, and she takes me to some incredibly decrepit house. Yeah. <laughs> and then I walk into a dark black room. I mean, yeah. Look. Look, I, I, I can be motivated to be a little crazy by. <laughs> by you know lust but that's just i mean come on seriously i mean you're gonna go 
Really? Uh, I mean, I can understand maybe if you're like 20 or something, but for fuck's sake. The, again, 37 million dudes signed up to Ashley Madison, 12,000 real ones. So I wouldn't necessarily put it past uh, the, the uh, less fair of the sex. I'm, I, look, I wouldn't. I mean, well. I wouldn't put it past us. That's all I'm saying. Anywho. Be, oh, yeah. Okay. So this fucking Cretan logger, no yeah. less, you know, tries to rape her. Uh, gets pretty close. He pulls off the Mission Impossible outfit. And then, on top of that, he has to douse her with kerosene and burn her. Well, uh, is, is that really what that guy does? Look, yeah, let's just say you're does. you're a rapist, Matthew. And you like to parole the Mountain Loop Highway for lone female hikers. I'm right? always it's, up there. It's your dark yep. hidden shame. And yeah, uh, I know. Unfortunately, and, and, there's like there's you months go, go by where nothing shows up on you the quarter, trail. You quarter so. some. You quarter somebody, and you try to rape them, and then like their human outfit starts ripping off. Now, what uh, do you I do? That when that happens, I mean, what do you what <laughs> what do you do? Right? I mean, well, what do you do? You go back to your truck, grab kerosene, come back out to this thing, and burn it. It just seems like See, it's such a strange thing to do on top of everything else. I don't I mean, if think anything, he's probably a pretty cowardly guy. I mean, he's sort of a shitty guy, right? Of course he's a shitty and, guy. Well, not only does he, he have do that, that weird encounter, but he actually goes and pursues her further until he finds her in the cabin. You know, I mean, he, he, he No, that's understandable. Yeah, but after he discovers something terrible is on, something hellish, I just can't imagine him running to the truck, grabbing a bottle of diesel, and dousing the thing and burning it. I just don't see that well, character doing that. Well, okay. So, so if you're under the let's let's just go let's 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 go down. A, I guess what I would consider a common psychopathic uh, 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 rape, where the victim is killed afterward. Okay. Oh, and then you try to destroy the the evidence. Oh, I guess from that standpoint, raping sort of and killing sense. is. I mean, maybe he's you know, done you, that before. Maybe he kills. Maybe that's his go. thing. So, rape, raping, Damn. and killing is 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 not. Well, he's just going. Mr. He's going Hudson. through his normal. Oh, Jesus Christ! Man. So he was intending. There's a whole other level to it. Well, he was probably intending on to do it anyway after and burning yeah. the body. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more well, sense. I, I guess. I, I mean, I think I, about I, it. I had, like, look, no, it makes sense. I just hadn't thought about it. Yeah. So if he was intending, he already on doing he already had anyway. it there. He had brought it with him, left it up the trail away. Well, I don't know if he left it up the trail or if he was going to kill her just that way. Um, hmm. But he he hit and. Let's say he was intent on disposing of the victim yeah. anyway. Yeah, and that was uh, already in his plan. It wasn't something you just thought of. Oh, there's a terrible demonic creature. I know. I'll burn it. He was already going, I was going to rape the, and murder and this woman. And choke her out. I mean, he was, he was super okay. violent. No. You know, I mean, he was going to choke her out. It makes more out. sense now. I guess I consider myself a pretty dark person, but that thought hadn't crossed my mind. So <laughs> I'm sorry, to, dis- I'm to, sorry to disappoint everybody. Takes me to go there anyway. So, uh, but the but the interesting stopping point was that that he it, it's it's so weird because he's he's involved in such a disgusting, hideous, heinous act trying to to rape a, a lone woman in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yet he becomes horrified. <laughs> well, I mean, when I mean, when that's... she starts shedding her her human skin and it starts fluffing and 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 she goes sloughing. into sh- sloughing off and she goes into shock and he has that look on his face and to the credit of the actor mm-hmm. uh i mean it is it is a look of horror mm-hmm. which is bizarre cuz he's engaged in a hideous horrible act oh no, i don't think 
I don't, that's that bizarre? Yeah, he's engaged in a hideous act, but he's still a human being. And he goes, what the fuck? He's still going to react you know? the same way as if, as if somebody, if she had fallen down in the city like you saw, and somebody went to pick her off, and her human fake arm slid off and got degloved. Uh, I think right. anybody, whether you're a rapist or not, you're still going to react that way. Well, and, and then he engages in, in the typical xenophobic response that human beings are, are very accustomed to. Yeah, we already to said that's what he's going to do anything. Any, any well, he's going to do it anyway, but then he, he goes ahead and he does it, but it's a different motivation. It's, it's, See, that's it's, where I don't uh, agree. I don't think people... I, if, if you had been in the woods just hiking, let's say this guy's not a crazy logger rapist, rip a logger. And he's just some guy in the woods and you find some woman out there and she looks like she's got hypothermia or something. Right. Let's just say yeah. Johansson. had sort of looked like she started because and you went to pick her up and help her. And like, you know, her back like skin started to slough off. I don't think the normal person would go, oh, I, you know, I got the I got some white petroleum gasoline in my back. No, well, let's sprinkle it all over this thing and destroy it. Right. Like no, a normal he, person wouldn't do that. It's because this person already had this plan in their mind. They're already sort of a terrible person. Doesn't mind destroying beautiful well, things. The, the the target is already is is already uh, uh, been been identified for destruction. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, it's it, it, the person. It's not it, it's not a con- condemnation of humanity that this logger guy burnt no. the the being. It's just no. that the logger guy is fucked up. Well, and and I don't think uh, it has a broader the, meaning. Well, and the burning is is I think it, to me seemed more of a panic mechanism than it would be to, you know, club it in the head. I, he just he just wanted it gone. It was it was such a. Uh, a well, this was, this was already the plan. He probably has the same look after he gets done strangling and raping the woman. Because ah, oh, Jesus Christ, God damn, not again! I got to get rid of another body. Why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> um, yeah. I, well, okay. So, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, his motivations seem much more obvious than. Yeah. Than I mean, I, I no, no. I think it. May, see, everything's making more sense now, man. But uh, the final scene with the snow and and her burning up and uh, and and the desolation. Uh, and then they I, have I that same it, leaf from Forrest Gump that goes floating up in the air, and you see the. And life's like a box of chocolates. Once you grab onto a human you, being, once you rape a box off, of you never know what you're you going to get inside. You've got to douse it with kerosene and burn it. <laughs> you never know what kind of alien you're going to get inside <laughs> one of these uh, walking skins. Yeah. Uh, what, so, what about that end scene? I didn't find well, much to it, really. Was, I thought was, it was... Is there a, some meaning there? Well, I thought... It, well, if there's any meaning to this film, which I I think could be argued... There, there necessarily isn't. It's more evocative than it is thematic. But I would say that it put a nice, nice in quotes, mirror on the predator prey. Uh, oh so, God damn it! That totally went right over my head. Oh Jesus! I tell you, so, man, I am dense today. You, you should have been more high watching the film. Yeah, but what sort of? But you know, there's no, there's no subterfuge with the rapist. You know. He should be dressed in like a priest outfit or something. My child, are you lost in the woods? Something he should have like been. That. He should have been dressed as like a, a giant wolf in, in a grandmother's outfit. I think that would have been. Uh, yeah, but he was a predator in the sense too, right? Well, it, it's interesting because uh, I mean, and I don't know what it means. It's but a, I thought it was fair. A nice comeuppance, book. right? I mean, she's a murderer. So what? She gets killed. She well, it's it. you have sort of this insect 
kind of level preying upon human beings. And then you, I guess, for lack of a better word, is is uh, the the um, mirror image of that on the other side. Yeah, but, like what about that orchid manis? You know, sometimes it's going to get raped by an actual orchid. That's just that's, part of the game. Oh, or it'll, yeah, maybe there's, are there's like carnivorous orchids? Nah, that would be cool, though. Be fucking badass if there's a carnivorous orchid out there. Uh, I know there's like other shit. Other no, I don't think or- orchids are carnivorous. No. But uh, anyway, so I, for whatever it meant, I thought it was a, an interesting uh, uh, mirror on her on her predation. Yeah, that she got so, preyed upon. And well, she got it. preyed upon. You're and, not talking about and, the, the, the shot with the smoke in the snow. No, no, no. I, I thought I, you were going to make some poetic observation no. about that lingering shot as at if, the end. like i could yeah <laughs> so i i just I, I found it interesting that uh mm. um she she had sort of this weakness about her uh which was this um uh curiosity about humankind and that curiosity uh through its circuitous path killed led the her to her demise yeah so uh, I don't know. No, uh, I think I think that's uh, I think that's dead on. Okay, now we've opened this thing bad up and, and pinned. We've opened up its viscera and pinned its skin and took a long gander inside uh, this movie. Let's see what Ebert had to say. We meant to turn to. Roger Ebert this week, and on his website, there's a review, a four-star review, no less, of Under the Skin. Uh, unfortunately, it's by, well, I don't know if unfortunately or fortunately, it's not by Ebert, and I didn't even realize there were not Ebert reviews on the website. It's by a guy named uh, Matt uh, Setz? Zoller Zeitz or something? Zeitz. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a pretty well-written review. It's overly long, I think. Very long. For uh, the media. I mean, for I mean, it's supposed to be a newspaper review, and I don't think this was actually printed in a newspaper. It's just it's too long of a review. It's well considered, uh, deeper than goes deeper than my understanding of film, and you know the dramatic arts in general. But I think it makes some good points, and I'll just hit a few of those. Uh, anyways, it was used from April fourth of uh, twenty fourteen. Uh, he c- talks about um, uh, Johansson's character as. Uh, uh, demonstrating a fatal mating dance. Um, and he says the movie is more of an experience than a traditional storing. A story. And it says it says plenty about gender rules, which I think I think is interesting, something we're going to have to delve into well, more in the future. But this sentence, I like this. Uh, it, is a, uh, it is a pretentious gloss on a very old story about men's fear of women and women's discomfort with their own allure. I think that's a. I think that's a big sentence there, that uh, has it, a lot to it. I, I don't know if uh, to me it's it kind of transcends gender roles, but uh, I, I, I think I, I think I don't see that at all. I mean, the whole point of the trap is a gender role. That's the setting, I think, in my opinion. It it, it the, 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 the like you said that the men are sort of uh, robots in this film. They, they, because they because, because to, men are in a sense sort of robots. Yeah, but I don't think it, it it's it's a nuanced take. It's just sort of a, a mechanistic. I think I think that me- exploring thing. that mechanism is an important part 
of gender roles. Okay. People like don't like to talk about it, but we are programmed machines to a certain extent. And this movie sort of, you know, exposes that, that underlying truth that nobody's really comfortable with. Uh, true. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's interesting that maybe women aren't comfortable with it either. It's something I don't really think about much. Um, so I think that's an interesting question I'd like us to get at it in the future. Um, you see here, he says, this is a film out of time. It's time, I think, is the 1970s when directors like uh, uh, Jodorowsky uh, uh, and uh, uh, Nicholas Ro- Rogue and uh, there's yeah. a movie called, he did a movie called The Man Who Fell to Earth. Actually, I've I, watched it. I, I've seen it. Have you seen it? How is it? I yeah. was thinking about doing it possibly as a, as a movie at one point. I, slow. I, I just remember slow and long. Sounds I, I, good. I, I think it's right up and, your alley. And David Bowie's in it. Yeah, I do, I do like the David yeah. Bowie part of it. Right. Um, let's see here. What else do he has to say? Um, he goes and talk about some other movies, but he says, as you watch any of those films, you think about what... Uh, you think about what they're trying to say and or what they mean. He puts quotations about that or a much on a much simpler level. What the heck is happening from one minute to the next? I think that's pretty funny use of language there. He says images uh, and sounds and situations that capture the essence of what the uh, experience felt like and watch the movie for a couple of hours. And when it's over, Go home and think about what you saw and uh, what it did to you. It's a very experiential, I guess, is what he's saying. Right? Yeah, comp- yeah, that's the that's the why I like the film. And beyond, you know, my uh, I I would call them weak attempts at trying to assign meaning and uh, uh, kind of nuance and, and and theme to it. Uh, I it's just it's just uh, an experience that flows over you. And, yeah, I, I, just, uh, I like that. And I didn't read the full sentence, but it basically <laughs> says the film is saying, "quote." Here is an experience that is nothing like yours, and here are some images and sounds and situations that capture the essence of what that experience felt like. I think that's a nice sentence. And I like film that, that, that I guess, that are tasteful <clears throat> and disturbing. And this movie had that for me because I think for me to be – and this is, this is sort of my uh, – uh, maybe my sick mind – Things need to be disturbing visually for them to 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 kind of stimulate my brain in a way that's that's uh, I guess sort of imprints. They have to be disturbing or more novel. Uh, usually, novel. I mean, <laughs> novel. That's yeah. I guess in the innocent uh, in the innocent sense, but n- novel is 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 really what they need to be. But disturbing is part of that novelty. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and under the skin has a lot of, I would well rot disturbing scenes in it, that have stuck with me. And and the few ones that I think of is the 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 um, the two victims that touch each other in the gel. Oh and the God! One that sort and of he disembodies. actually feels it squeezing him. Yeah, and he realizes and just, there's a connection. They know each other and know their plight. Right, and yeah, uh, there's disturbing. that scene. There's the end scene. And uh, I think maybe a little bit. I think the trapping scene is wonderful, where they're walking and there's sort of like the the simple right. score that's happening. I think. I mean, he talks about that um, about the the beauty of that scene. I think that's really beautiful with, with all the black. Very so I'm nice. with him. I, I get what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. So uh, he talks about the opening scene, which I really liked. 
It says it's reminiscent of some other films, but uh, that I like what he calls it. He says it's the mental equivalent of a palate cleanser. I think that's really important. I think a lot of movies miss that. To really, it's sort of a frame to take you out of the world and into their world. And I think yeah. it's used really effectively here with those sort of abstract images, sort of spacey eye, you know, ovum sort of thing that has going right. on at the beginning. Um, he talks, uh, then he talks a bit about uh, Johansson, saying the it, she gives a performance different from any you've seen her in, and uh, they've made her a they made her beautiful in a real that's an italics way with hips and blemishes, and um, I think I think the portrayal is I, I think I gained a, a fair amount of respect for her from this film. It's I've always thought she was a really decent actress. Uh, you know, she has she's a money actress, so she does the big movies that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the Avengers or whatever the mm-hmm. the comic book films yeah, she does. I have no but, uh, that. but you know, there's this. I enjoyed and her in the island and talk about a big money movie. That's one right there. Well, like Lost in Translations, a great film. Yeah, she probably do, ago. and she's great in that. So, uh, talking about an aspect of the film that I touched on earlier, um, she talks about sort of the her speaking with the, the random people she meets in her van and sort of the aspect of the, of the story. He says the absence of subtitles adds to the feeling that she's a stranger in a strange land uh, and makes us empathize with her. I don't know about empathize as we try mm. to understand the men, we study their facial expressions and gestures in to plug gaps in meaning. I think I, you know, I did actually enjoy that aspect of the film where I really couldn't follow all the dialogue, but you didn't need to for this movie. And I I thought that was, I I think he, I think he enjoyed that. And I enjoyed that too. And I think it was purposeful in the film Um, that you sort of, you know, just like you're, if you're traveling, you sort of get this weird sense of disconnectedness and part of not understanding people's part of that. Right. Whether it's another language or, or some, uh, you know, some ass, some dialect of your own. Uh, that's difficult to understand. Um, he does go wrong to uh, lambast us specifically to a, a little bit. What? Talk, talking Why? about uh, trying to find the meaning of the movie. He says oh, well. um, um, that uh, the movie is deliberately mocking such impulses. I think uh, impulses to find meaning, giving false clues to the literal-minded viewers who insist on trying to solve movies uh, like equations. So but, the red the red herring was the insect at the beginning. I don't was know. Is that it? No, I don't think there, right. I don't think there's any red herrings. I don't know if I totally agree with what he says, but let me finish this up. Right. But the film's disturbing finale goes beyond such simplistic this equals that analysis. I don't know if that's true. First, it removes all doubt as to who the heroine is and what her secret is. I don't agree with that. Then goes mm. beyond such questions to so that you feel a mix of despair and wonder, not not unlike you'd feel at the end of a melodrama or a grim fairy tale. I don't I mean, you know, I don't know why I highlighted that. I don't agree with anything you said there, so let's just leave that. Okay. Uh, and that's about all I want to say from the, uh, from the review. I, I do like his... Uh... Uh, the way that he describes the film, under the skin is hideously beautiful. Hmm. Uh, I, I think that's that maybe goes with my disturbing. I think disturbing's uh, a better uh, adjective. Uh, yeah, it's a better and, descriptor and, than hideous. I don't think the movie's right. hideous. No, it's not hideous, but it's it's uh, 
maybe human nature wise has a little bit of that. But mm. you know, I, I like I said, like at the end of the before, right before the uh, uh, we went in the review, I, I do like the bookend. I do like uh, the fact that uh, she was, uh, I guess, seducing prey into her world. Uh, to make victims out of them. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she's been seduced into the human world. <laughs> in, I know. It's a little... Is that a little <laughs> no, but I, I do like that. I just it, it's that. nice. It's a nice bookend for, yeah. for, for, for what I think, reason, Matt, we so. solved the equation. Let's We're done. We'll draw solved a box it. around that. We'll turn it yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, fuck you, Mr. Zeitz. We just solved the equation, and uh, we'll email you about it. So anyway, uh, this was the Guardians uh, movie of the year back in 2014, for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I can't even remember what the Oscar winner was in 2014. I have no idea. I'm sure I didn't see it. I'm sure I didn't care to the see it. The English Patient so. 2. Oh, fuck, wasn't it like the back 12 Years a Slave? Or... <laughs> yeah, that might have been 12 fuck, Years a Slave. Know. I never saw Some that Some movie I just uh, I can't get around to seeing. Whatever. So Talking about anyway, movies you can't get around to seeing. Uh, are we uh, going on to the next film? I, or, I'm, uh, I'm happy with it unless you have... I wanted to talk about how cool. hot I thought ScarJo looked naked. She looks great naked. Yeah, she had a, kind of, a really a very attractive female body. I would follow well, her into a dark room and get lost into a pit of black goo. She has, she has sort of the classic curves. It seems to be a little bit uh, counter to sort of the emaciated boy-like look of a lot of Hollywood stars. Yeah, I think that stuff is is I think the way people talk about that is over. I don't think. Real people don't care about that stuff. This is just no real people. Our, don't. This is our MTV video games generation stuff, which I found I realized matters almost for nothing, except for the twenty-year-olds going into debt. That's yeah, that's, that's the only thing that all that that stuff only rely only has a purpose to extract extract money from the young, and uh, everything the rest of it is bullshit. And I think everybody uh, who true. gets older realizes that. True. I just found it interesting that this is the movie that she went full, full, full buff for. I, I thought it was. I thought it was very tastefully done. Some before. really great shots. Yeah, yeah it looked great. Yeah, I mean, they weren't. Was, uh, was... They weren't in any way titillating. I don't think. No, they were more matter of fact. <laughs> Which is probably why. You know, as titillating as was... watching some mating video on the animal planet between two right, organisms. but that's probably why she did it because mm-hmm. it wasn't exploitative at all. It no, was just no, uh, no, no, clinical. No. Yeah, it was very. It was very necessity. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, this has been a long podcast. Let's get on to the movie uh, next week. So, Mr. anyways, Vincent. you know, you know, coming out of the big summer of funny, I decided to take a look over viewer suggestions. I delve deep into uh, you know some emails and various other things that people have. Sent oh, us. Uh, comment on the emails. What? Uh, <laughs> some some of our fans wrote us, and and the emails get skipped to me, and I will respond from my own email box. Yeah, I realized that after I responded to a okay, bunch of Okay, because because there's some. Uh, was I some folks that have written us that have? What's they, that? They have gotten two different uh, responses. Yeah, so they might have gotten two different uh, emails from a dash M, which could be either. Mark oh, do you do you me. sign it the same way? No, I'll say. Well, it comes from my account, so it's obvious that it's that it's Matt because I don't really care. Oh, uh, it doesn't come from the us. cult of cult film review at Gmail. No, I just because it it forwards to me, so yeah. I'll, I'll just respond with yeah. my. I uh, mean, I, this is this is the way we have it set up, and that'll, that'll be the way it is. There'll be some. But anyway, so there. some people, some some people may have gotten an extra bonus uh, email from Mark. Well, I've never gone through the email before, but I, I finally know, got access a, to the email account and looked through it. Anywho. <laughs> uh, 
so I got a whole bunch of movies here, and I'm trying to make some sense of it. But for right now, uh, one thing I want to do in the future uh, is uh, next March, as everybody knows, is uh, Women's History Month. And I think Matt and I are going to put some. I mean, I think that's. I think deeply. I think it's a. You know. uh, You know. You look at where you're weak, and that's where the interesting stuff is, right? You look to where what you don't know. You look for the parts that are in shadow within yourself to look more deeply, because that's where you'll. That's the the richest soil to find new things. And I think it'd be a good idea to look at some movies from a female of movies that. You know, talk about the female perspective, which isn't our perspective. So I think there's a lot for us to learn there. Plus, Matt's raising a couple of women. Uh, yeah. And I think he could really use that uh, for a, He could find, probably find it useful as the years fly by. Anyways, I'd like to do a little bit of a Women's History Month ode in March. But that's a, that's a ways away. Uh, and so um, just to start things off, we had a, a, a viewer, Nicole, set us some uh some suggestions a viewer a, that, a listener a listener we're not yeah. we're not youtubing yet uh and one of the movies I, I thought pretty that she suggested uh that i thought would be pretty interesting to do right away uh is a movie called somewhere in time and the strange thing about somewhere in time is i remember seeing a bit of this as a kid i thought it was just like some saw it as a kid too. romance movie Right, just some sort of you know bodice ripper sort of thing, but it doesn't <laughs> look like it, it. doesn't look like it is. It was actually based on a novel by Richard Matheson, a favorite of who ours. I love, who wrote it, and, I and am he Legend. did the screenplay adaptation of this movie. So I think, yeah. and it stars the hunky Christopher Reed and the He's very the strikingly form. beautiful Jane Seymour. And if our if our listeners suggest this might give an interesting feminine perspective on top of having the matheson connection this might be the perfect inroad for us to learn about i don't know the female something or other yeah no matheson is he's solid because he wrote i mean he wrote a ton of he wrote the best twilight zones he wrote uh, the novel i am legend which uh, no hollywood feature has ever been able to really do justice to uh i mean he he was a brilliant sci-fi writer so uh having him I guess do a I guess a, a romantic fantasy sci-fi drama. Uh, it'll be interesting. I saw it as a kid. Oh, you saw the my whole thing. Lo- I just remember seeing bits and pieces. Like my mom loved it, but I, I don't think uh, I don't think obviously I was probably ten at the time or whatever. So I, I'd like to see it again. Yeah, I, so, I, uh, I think it, it could be interesting. So we'll see what happens. All right. So uh, until next week. You know, you should be wearing a jacket. Well, it was. Well, it's terrible up here.